I'm Elise. And I'm Lizzie. And you're listening to Cool Moms Podcast. Are we on the air? And welcome back. This is episode nine. Is that right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, good. Nice. This is... This is our guest's favorite number. This is episode nine of Cool Moms. We're so excited that you are back with us. Um, let's just kick it off. It is November 6th, all right? I mean, hey. Hi. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Lizzie. Okay. Damn. Yeah, hey. hey. I mean, I'm, I'm dry anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hey. Good to see you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to the studio. This week in motherhood. Um, it's November 6th. It is voting day. I'm sure you know because it has been shoved down your throat via the internet, Instagram, television. All of your favorite celebrities are telling you to vote or die. It is 2002 again. I don't even know if that was an election year, but it is the early season. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Even Google had go vote. I saw Go- that. Yeah, I kind of liked it. Yeah, I always like when Google does stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say this. That shit worked because I went and I voted this morning. Um, I voted for a couple of reasons. So we've been talking about this, like the fact that we have all of this, um, I guess, doubt within the system, the system built in systematic oppression of black and brown people and women and marginalized people. And like, how is the system really going to work for us? All of that. However, mm-hmm. I have black guilt. Real thing. Is a real thing. Your ancestors, your aunties, everybody got beat and shot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Respect. Fine. So we voted. I went and I took my son and <clears throat> I also just felt like literally the voting station was around the corner from my house. You lazy bitch. Like you will walk to the corner store, go and vote. Twice so, a day. <laughs> twice, literally. Mm-hmm. Every time I hit you up, you at the corner store. <laughs> Ooh. That's okay. okay. You gotta eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I took Sergeant and we went to vote. I will say though, I felt really overwhelmed once I got there with like a lot of pride, which was really unexpected. And I felt slightly corny, but whatever. I felt very, um, I felt community when I went. Um, we voted at a high school. Uh, in Fort Greene, and I saw my neighbors. I saw the guy who lives my block, who's the plumber, who fixed my tub, and he was like, "Hey, yeah, cut me in line. It's cool. It's cool. How's, oh. your, how's your tub doing?" I was Don't like, it's "Cut great. me in line." <laughs> yeah, people have to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a baby, and it was nine a.m. You should have been at work mm-hmm. at that point. So <laughs> lines out the door, um, and being there and seeing so many young people, seeing so many black people and people of color and aunties in line who are like gushing over the baby mm-hmm. and just like giving me that, sis, I'm so proud of you for being here. Smile. Aww, you know, love the yeah, it made me feel so warm and fuzzy. So I felt like, OK, listen, maybe I don't have full faith in <clears throat> our system, but this made me feel good. And I was happy to see so many people taking some sort of control. Right. Whatever makes you people need hope. So like, why not? Mm-hmm. So I felt really good about voting, <laughs> voting. OK, <laughs> that's the black auntie in you. Voting. Yes, because yes. I voted. I voted today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, auntie influences. <laughs> um, 
And but what I will say though, let's keep this energy for the rest of, of your life. <laughs> exactly. Like, like what this is really I hope this ignites <clears throat> people ultimately to like how are you going to impact your community, right? What are what's the day to day work that you're doing mm-hmm. that is making some sort of change? Because that's the real effort. Those are the real changes that we see. I'm not leaving my future and my child's future in the hands of somebody sitting in a seat on a hill. Or the same motherfuckers who voted for Trump. Or that. Mm-hmm. Them too. Yeah. So I, you know, and I feel very proud of a lot of the work that I've done having been a former educator and blah, blah, blah. I, I ain't got to run down my resume. I feel good. <laughs> 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 about how I impact my community. Nice. So I, I just, my hope is that this ignites people to see that like, okay, it's it's cheesy, but you can make a change. All right. Day-to-day mm-hmm. efforts. So... That was my day. That was a lot. I don't know. My week for the rest of the week. Blah. I don't know. It's kind of a blah. Yeah. Today's weather is very blah. So for everyone that's listening that's outside of New York City, this is the time of year where everyone starts to get seasonal depression. Heavy. Heavy. Um, This is like heavy CBD oil, (laughs) vitamin D oil, all the oils. To make you feel like a normal person. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to feel the onset of that too. I'm really mm-hmm. trying to combat that. I'm getting a little fat. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> Why are you laughing so hard at that? <laughs> because nobody had a response. You're just like, no, you're not. Right. No one said no, you're nobody not. Said, no, you're not. Let's <laughs> no so anybody in feelings right now. I'm gonna tell you, look, let me give you the real scoop. Before we got here today. <laughs> Elle being my real friend she came over the house we were about to leave to come record and she was like Elise I want to talk to you about something oh no it's okay (laughs) it's okay and she was like you know I just know the kind of moods you get into in your cycles and I think you need to start working out (laughs) (laughs) and I was like I was like is it because you think I'm fat and she was like well you did say you were gaining weight and I was (laughs) like That's you a real friend. Win. You can't win. That's a real friend. Because the fake friend is not going to let that muffin top settle in on top of those jeans and act like it's normal. So you go ahead and say thank you. I, I did. I said I appreciate it. I didn't want to hear it at the time. I was looking really distraught when she showed up at my house. I didn't have any pants on. Oh, <laughs> damn. She got you at the most vulnerable. I, did you prescribe like a regimen where you're like, I think SLT will work for Yeah. You. Well, she was like, I think, you know, I know you like to work out. You really feel empowered when you work out. You should try at-home workout. <laughs> start there. Start and there. Take your ass to that Fort Green Park a few times out of the day. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate it. I respect mm. it. I have been feeling a little bit yeah you know it's getting cold i just want to eat mm-hmm. i work from home so i eat mm. i cook i eat I those deli vi- visits i don't go to the deli okay corner store whatever okay because i don't i don't eat processed meats Ooh, you better remind us again <laughs> as you do every episode <laughs> as you do, what else don't you do vegan <laughs> shit That was my week. <clears throat> That's been my week pretty much. I voted. I'm um, trying to pull myself out of this, like, a bit of a fog. Um, and take my life back. Mm-hmm. Take this muffin top, top off. Also, <laughs> funny. This is how she came in. So she came in and I was like, did you bring me that cookie? Oh, she had this conversation ready. She in had the it ready. She, she had like, it prepared. Nah, I'm a hit of, I'm she a hit was like, Elise, I don't want to be your friend that you're like, ooh, 
let's go eat fried chicken. Ooh, let's go eat cookies. It's a real Ooh. conversation? <laughs> it was like a heavy conversation. She was like, I want to be the friend that motivates you, not the friend that enables you. And I was like, thank you. This is a real, this is an intimate friendship. Those are the friends that like hold you accountable. But I also was not ready. I was not in your panties. Pantsless. Waiting for a chocolate chip cookie. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Anyways. Lizzie, how was your week? Uh, Shitty. I feel like hot doo-doo shit. I feel like caca. When's the last time you heard that term, caca? I feel like caca. Full time. Like, at its fullest. Um... Yeah, I agree with you with the whole voting thing. It was cute. I didn't make it. But I, I'm not going to be nonchalant on why I didn't make it. I made it an attempt. I'm lying. I didn't. I did. Okay. I thought you did. This morning, went to the gym at 4.50. I have long fucking days every day. I'm tired. Is that somebody's baby in the back? I think that's Sergeant. It's all good. Um, <laughs> I have long days. I wake up at 4.50 a.m. And there's this new thing that we tried. Akeem started it two days ago. He goes... Apparently, he read, if you wake up and saying, throw your hands in the air and go, yes. Power posing. Yeah. In the morning, while you're in bed, you can get up and you can like snap out of your tiredness and keep it moving. Okay. And? He does. I wake up at 4.50. His alarm goes, he goes, yes. And I'm going, fuck, bitch. Fuck out of here. And he goes, do it. I'm like, yes. And I have to get up and follow through. Mm. Um, Who does that? It's so weird. It's It's dark out. I think maybe if I was alone, but having someone else do it, (laughs) I would get annoyed. Weird as hell. But I mean, I did it. It's been two days. Mm -hmm. Went to the gym, and then we're rushing out of the house at 6.30, 6.20 a.m. While we're in the car, we're like, oh, crap, I got to go vote. And he's like, oh... No, no, I had to put that in a calendar. I didn't I didn't put that in a calendar. People are waiting for me an hour and a half away. Like, we got to go. I have to go to work. So I was like, no, we got to turn around. So we didn't speak for the whole car ride because he didn't want to turn around. A whole hour and five minutes, we did not speak because he didn't let me vote. He said I got to take accountability for my own shit. And if it was important, then I would have made it my business to go vote. Whatever. Mm-hmm. He, it, he had the option to turn around the car, but he didn't. But it's all good. Because that wasn't his priority. It wasn't. <laughs> Apparently, that's what he was letting you know. Yeah, he was like, oh, no, no, no. I have, like, people waiting for me, and it depends on me. I have to open up shop. Whatever. Whatever. And I'm like, but you work for a women's company who, like, is tells you that has go vote t-shirts, blah, blah, blah. It's all about voting. So I was like, they would understand. He's like, well, yeah, that's cute, whatever, but that's not the case. So um, I said I'll vote after today. I mean, after, not after today. After <laughs> Good right, luck. Right. I said I was going to vote and run uptown, but it's late. By the time I get uptown, it's going to be 9 p.m. And nobody cares about me. Nobody cares. So I was hoping that you voted for both of us. I did. I did. Mm. When I wrote in on my affidavit ballot, I thought about you. Thanks. Yeah. My days are long, guys. It sucks. Like I said, I feel like crap. I got to, like, I'm hurting. Like, I felt sick all day. I've just been feeling sick. I'm sorry. I I mean, I slept. First weekend, I've slept. I slept like hell. I've slept for two days. Like, I feel like hot shit. And then we have our guest who's in makeup. And then I thought, I, I was like, she's going to come here looking like fly I and I put flawless. on extra blush just I didn't do nothing. I look dry. <laughs> <laughs> my, my. Do you want chapstick? Oh, that's what it's doing right mm-hmm. now? Ooh, <laughs> damn. No, I'm going to let it bleed. Okay. I'm <laughs> let it bleed out. I'm going to let the lips bleed out. Because that's the day that I'm having. I got a pimple on my nose. I feel like crap. I just. Feel like you know I got, I'm looking for the pimple now. Like, oh, it's right here. It's a white. Oh, I, I haven't had a pimple that. since 2003. 
Oh, like, wow, real, wow. real talk. I'll get, listen, this face don't get those pimps. <laughs> and I got one. And it's white, and it's, it just reflects my, my week. It reflects my feelings. My pants are currently on backwards. Mm. Wait, what? Yeah, my little leggings thing. I, I was like, why is it so puffy in the crotch part? <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, and the drawstrings hanging in the back. That's what's happening right now. My pants are on backwards. And I knew it since this morning, but I just said, hey, this is where you're my That's just what I am. And that's what it is. I mean, I feel cute any other day, but this haircut needs to go. My hair's rough. Even Elle pointed that out. <laughs> I mean, Elle is really on fire today. Ooh. She said my beady beads are leaking to my back. So <laughs> he needs a trim. <laughs> Get that shape up because the hair's going down your spine. Uh, yeah. I'm not feeling cute today. Totally. Mm-hmm. But, but you've seen that pimple. You came and you seen the pimple. That's so, first of all, it's like it's the most covert situation I've Absolutely. Ever seen. It's the best spot for a That's pimple. Right? That's right. But not... now that you've pointed it out, oh. <laughs> I see it and I want to pop it so bad. I love popping pimples. I don't pimples. even know how to pop I a wanna... pimple. Just. I don't know how to pop. I usually, when I was younger, mm-hmm. 2003 ago, mm-hmm. I'll put some hot water on it and burn it out. What? <laughs> I mean, is it African of me? What? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> like, okay, like, on a, like on a like on a hand towel? No. <laughs> you gotta put up, the... like boiling water. Yes, on. gotta do it. Yeah, I, that must it. be African. I don't know. I had real acne, so Dang. I couldn't just throw hot water. <laughs> 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 a little sizzle on your forehead. Hey, but well, you know when we were looking and feeling super cute. Last week, last week when we had our <laughs> when we had our first event. Coincidentally, that day, <laughs> that's when she started to when she know. started to go down. Yeah, we had, oh, let's talk about that day. It was so pretty. It was um, it was really beautiful. We had the event with Matrisense mm-hmm. hosting and talking about um, beauty, beauty. And how do we maintain our beauty and, and self care? Yes, self care. But like, also. Uh, kind of breaking down self-care and acknowledging the privilege and talking about self-care and like what is real life applicable self-care look like. So we had a really awesome conversation. Um, women are really honest. People cried and mm-hmm. laughed. And we, brought, we got the tears out. Listen, it's a success when people cry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was really grateful to have connected with our community in real life. Right. Yeah. It was good. I'm looking forward to more. Multiple. Mm-hmm. Well, What's a month minimum? Let's make that happen. Yeah, we we got some stuff brewing. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we got did, some any, stuff did anything in. come up that surprised you? Hmm. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I was really trying to pull something. Like, <clears throat> I mean, it was a lot of typical. I'll be honest. Sometimes I get really self conscious when we have mom conversations because I start to hear myself and I'm like. <laughs> Sounds am great. I that wo- no, am I like that woman that's not like, and then my son wouldn't breastfeed and I, <laughs> my oh. titty was leaking and I was like, uh, who cares? Like, but whatever. It was good and it was honest. And uh, I appreciate the woman who, who got really candid and talked about her weight loss and not really feeling like herself until 13 years mm. after. Wow. Giving- after giving birth. <sighs> she did not like herself, you know, her child and her husband reminded her how beautiful she was but she didn't feel it mm-hmm. and it's like damn. damn like that really does start from within it has to come i mean luckily i always think i'm cute but today ain't it yeah <sighs> my face is always good you're still cute well you know speaking of cute 
We got a real cute guest today. What? <laughs> Doing everything right. Yeah, and making no. the world cute. So we appreciate you. We have oh. Georgie. All right. <laughs> say Gigi. <laughs> we have Gigi, but no, like we had this whole conversation where Georgie's last name is en français. En Greville. Greville. It's a European situation. Okay. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> All right, okay. Gigi is here. Greville, Georgie Greville, <laughs> Georgie Gigi Greville. <laughs> Just adding anything. I love and a Georgie. Me name. too. Love it. That's Thank a fun you. girl. Mm-hmm. That's a nice author. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Georgie is the co-founder of Milk Makeup, along with being a filmmaker and overall creative powerhouse. Welcome to so Cool sweet. Moms. Thank you. Thanks Bye. for having me, Georgie. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna call you out, Georgie. Um, Georgie said that she had a little tequila before she got here. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Yeah, um, that's like that's like the mom's Red Bull, right? Totally. <laughs> Mine is Prosecco, tequila, Teque- Prosecco, one and the same. Um, what song were you listening to before you got here? What song? Yeah. Oh damn. How do you know she was listening to a song? I, I, was, so. I wasn't listening to a song, I don't think. Um, I just came from home and I was, yeah, I was just with my son. I think he was probably singing some Weird Al, though. He was probably saying, yeah, he was doing some um, Eat It. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Is that what's happening? Is that what Weird Al is about? Yeah, he does like spoofs and it's really good. But for kids? Yeah. No. Oh. It's not necessarily for kids. It's for adults, but like kids can hear it. Okay. Have you ever seen UHF? What's UHF? It's his movie. It's Weird Al's feature film about taking over a TV station and making it completely his own. And it's actually amazing. It's good. Okay, I watch it. It's, yeah, it has early Kramer on it. Like, mm. Kramer from Seinfeld has mm-hmm. one of his first appearances. Nice. Um, Before Kramer got weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was that, he's always been, I think. He's, <laughs> he's just been that dude yeah. in every role, I think. But, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, before he got weird, weird, yes. Yeah, we're getting well, real weird. You could also argue he's probably always been weird, weird, probably too. Probably so. Yeah. Um, anyway. That's yeah. what you were doing. Weird owling it up. Weird owling it. You know, I was listening to you guys a little bit before oh, I got yay. on the subway. Mm-hmm. And then nice. I was, yeah, I wasn't listening to, I don't know. This, um, I feel like since I became a mom, actually, I've been into just like silence a lot. I don't know. Like <laughs> nice. Like when you can, is yeah. that what you do when you're alone at home? How, how do if you I'm working, it's really hard for me. Unless I'm like pulling references and and doing visual layouts and stuff, I can't listen to music. And I, a lot really? of what, a lot of what I do is writing, actually. So that has to be silent for sure. Yeah, I know. I think it's also New York. Like New York is so much noise, right? Like true. Wait, so, what do you? You're writing for your company. What do you mean? A lot um, of what you're doing is writing. So as a, a as a creative person and as in my world, a lot of what you have to do to sell ideas through is briefs and write reasons for being for all your ideas. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that could be a campaign that could be a TV show concept. It could be something I'm pitching on. That's, that's just as a director, but you, it's just a surprising amount of writing you have to do. Mm. And it all comes down to writing. I really truly feel like I, I would not have done any of this if it hadn't been like pen to paper, you know? Yeah. Let's, let's give like a, um, um, overview of your trajectory career-wise. 
um, because I know that, of course, you do milk makeup, but you're also a filmmaker. You also do a lot of work with Legs Media, which is the production side of things. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, well, that's a little like that was my production company mm-hmm. that sort of stopped. That stopped in 2008. But yeah. I am a director. I work with Pretty Bird now. I'm sort of a freelance director. Amazing. So, yeah, yeah. I watched one of. You better go. Having your own production, it was cool for a second to like just create your own jobs, but it got it's hard. You know? <laughs> yeah. And at some point, you're like the admin and all that stuff is not what you want to be concerning yourself with. Mm. I yeah. want to get into your career more yeah. as and to answer to you can answer Lisa's question, but we're huge on zodiac signs, so can you please? Oh, oh. Hmm. Ooh, wait, 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 let's guess. What do you think, Liz? She's a hot Aries. Hello. <laughs> no. 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 You want everybody to be Aries. Yes. Shut up. <laughs> Does that um, mean you secretly hate me? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, I mean, um, I'm so gonna not, oh, let me geez. guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. I'm gonna say I don't know why it's just jumping out. Don't say score because she's not. No, she's not. Maybe I don't know. I was gonna say Taurus actually. Oh wait, you got it. This on is your my head. dude though. I wear his sign on my. Oh, he's a, he's a Scorpio. I'm a oh. Gemini. Cool. Triggered. De- <laughs> That's cool. Triggered. So, so works. every time someone's triggered. No, so at least fine. someone, at least one it's person fine. is triggered. My mom's a Gemini. Cool. My baby daddy is a Gemini. I'm also a Scorpio. So that's an interesting combination. What a dynamic combination. It's really, yeah, it's very, yeah. When it works, it works. And with, yeah. us, with us, it works. Um, we were friends for like 20 years, though. So. Mm-hmm. And when I say 20, I mean 10. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't the hot-ass truth. <laughs> I just, you know, that ain't the truth. Uh, it was a little. Uh, Oof. No, but we were, we were like, yeah. I feel like the fact that you know, if we were just strangers, that mix mm-hmm. may have been more catas- cataclysmic. But it would. <laughs> <laughs> we we sure. knew each other. I also have, I have a Gemini rising as well, and then wow. I have a lot of Taurus. So I come See, across as a Taurus. I felt the Taurus energy. I come oh. across as a Taurus, whatever that's called. I'm, I love this stuff, but I don't. I'm actually not scientific in my. <laughs> Okay. Wait, what does that mean, though? I, it's like not. I feel Maybe like your rising. Yes, my moon is Taurus. That's what it is. Yes. See? You got Aries in you, though. So it's I mean, my mom's an Aries. Oh, no, she's cute. <laughs> you love Aries? Love them. Really? I mean, she oh. is an Aries. That's the only I'm reason. Like, she probably doesn't even have an Aries friend. I don't. <laughs> oh, I do. I do. I do have one. Hey, Zalika. Uh, best friends with my mom, and she's an Aries. See? Yeah. And, and That's what we do. a lot of my business partners are Aries. That's what we do. I, That's um, what we do. Yeah. I love. So, great thing about being a Gemini, Gemini are people people, mm-hmm. super social, know how to make connections, make sense that you are, like, do a lot of writing, the thinkers, creative people. Um, I really want to dive into, like, your conceptual filmmaking. Mm. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, because we're going to talk makeup. Okay. But I really want to get into your filmmaking. I want to mm-hmm. know, like, what what is your ideal project? Um, because I did read about your Rag and Bone video and mm. watched it. I'm a watcher. I didn't see it. So you know, Lizzie, you know that a lot of um, branded videos can be very cheesy. All the time. Mostly cheesy. All the time. But Gigi directed this really beautifully shot rag and bone um, campaign with... (sighs) Barishnikov. Thank you. And Lil Buck. Yep. And they were dancing. Mm. And it was like all about movement. Were they on beat? Uh... It's, it was actually like an anti-dance dance video. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if they, yeah, I don't okay. know if that qualifies. It's, okay. it's kind of, yeah, I mean, to, it's abstract. Oh, okay. It's That's conceptual. Different. Okay. Um, but okay. yeah, Barishnikov told me he wouldn't dance at all. And so that was, that was like him, 
that was me breaking him down to like do something for us. What was that look? What did the breaking down look like? It was it was really interesting. He was like a <laughs> he was like a a tough flirt, you know, like he mm-hmm. he was. <laughs> if you don't, if you everyone knows Barishnikov as the Russian from Sex in the City that Carrie dated. Oh, that's him. Uh huh. Oh, exactly. Right. 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 Yeah. So, but at, I have to say, even though he was, um, I don't, he was a little. Uh, I don't know, not bitchy, but he was just a tiny <laughs> bitchy. Was the first he was tiny <laughs> bit bitchy at first, you know. So he's a star. And he's, like, he's white men are older dancers, so. but there was nothing misogynistic about it. He was mm-hmm. he he came around and he was so respectful after the film was made. He was like he came up to me. We had they had a big dinner for it. It was like, and that was the first project I did after after I had a kid. And it was me, uh, my husband and I used to direct together when we had our production company, and that was me coming out on my own. And I remember when I did it, I mean, I was still breastfeeding, the whole thing. And like, and he was like, oh, shit, you don't need me. And I was like, dude. This I was br- I was directing before we were directing together. <laughs> yeah, like we were, don't we're like, I'm cool. Like I'm good. I, <laughs> it's Tried funny, it. right? No, and but it's it, that's good too. It's like we we had a good moment right there. We was like. All right, I guess we're both doing our own thing, like, and we're wow. fine. Yeah. Did you guys always work together? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he is all. He is like a crazy triple threat maniac man. Like he's he he was in a band forever, but he's an incredible writer and he directs as well. And we were doing um, a lot of co-branded stuff, especially when we we had our production company just to pay the bills, doing ad work and like experiential stuff and fashion films and. The ad world is so uh, bureaucratic and insane that doing it together just made it hilarious, mm-hmm. you know, like we because we were best friends. So we actually just sat, ended up sh- shooting in London and Paris and like doing all these jobs. And they were ridiculous hours that we were working. But because we were doing it together, we just made it fun. How did you get there? Where did you come from? <sighs> so I... I mean, right out of, I'd studied film and studio art in school, and then I came to New York, and I was trying to just get any little PA job on films, so I was working on little independent films, doing shitty jobs that anybody who's ever worked on independent film is like, you're you're the PA, but you're also all of a sudden the makeup artist, and then you're yeah. in the scene, <laughs> and then you're also the stylist, and like, it, it was hilarious, but, um, so I did that for a little while, and then I m- met up with um, some people I knew that worked at MTV and then um, just badgered people until I got a job there. Because I, for some reason, I knew that there was promise there. Like, I knew MTV back in, this is 2000, by the way. Like, the best not part. prime MTV. The, that's the best Still part. good. And, and so I was like, I have to. So I got turned down from a bunch of jobs. I got turned down from MTV News with Gideon Yego. Hi, I'm Serena Altschul with an MTV News Brief. Oh my <laughs> God, my dream job, and I got to, I, Gideon. I know, Gideon. I, I ended up going on a date with him later on, which was kind of cool. And he's cool. He's a nice guy. Um, you married Sal, so like, we'll leave that alone. <laughs> not that, it's not that titillating. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> Damn, it was a little dry. Um, <laughs> it was dry. And no, he's cool. And then, um, yeah, I just ended up finally getting a job in the in the promo department, and I definitely got in there because of friends, like not because of my merit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just like weaseled my way in, and then I think being a cute girl helped. And I just was like, I 
was really eager and I just assisted all these writers and directors and got videotapes for them, did all their research for them, was a, was their assistant on shoots. And then I was a copy. I could write. And this is what I, it all comes down. Yeah. And I, I just let it be known. I just tried to meet with all the heads of the uh, the design departments and um, the other the creative departments. And I was like, let me write. I'll write anything, literally anything. And, wow. <laughs> and I got some jobs. They were like, OK, here's a weird ad that you can try for. And then I ended up winning the tagline for it. And wrote some I would stay and go work there on weekends in Times Square and write the copy for the there's stuff called upfronts I don't know if you guys know yeah what that is. I've done upfronts so I wrote the copy for these shows I knew nothing about that was like <laughs> you know <laughs> they're season usually five bad. and yeah see, like this is so whatever. interesting Lake Tahoe's never seen a hotter cast like the, you know the ridiculous <laughs> just stuff you hate you hate yourself so much writing yeah. this stuff but you know it's yeah. like what they want mm-hmm. Jersey Shores totally you know? no you didn't go that far no no oh okay. that was way after my time thank okay. god <laughs> yeah anyway so so this is I'm taking way too long so anyway no, you're not you're great this is awesome so I did that stuff, and they, they knew I had ideas and could write, and so they brought me into open pitches, and um, I just won I won a bunch of open pitches, like, where they they just said, hey, you know, like, we want to rebrand. We want to do an AIDS awareness campaign that's international. Every single MTV is pitching on it. Like, everybody submit ideas, and they would go to a select few people in each department and stuff like that like I won on my concept for mm-hmm. it and it was next thing I knew I was d- directing like a $400,000 CGI short film that I wow. wrote you know incredible which those kind of opportunities were just insane to get as a 25 or 24 or 25 year old you know um and things like that just kept happening and I kind of like won my role as a writer director there and then um things started getting more and more corporate where uh, lots of branded content started coming in and the vibe definitely changed from what would MTV do, which was a very irreverent, you know, progressive kind of voice to just do just do what L'Oreal will do. Like, mm, right. Just do, crank it out. Whatever they do, what they say. <laughs> yeah. no. and, I, and so I kind of lo- I was like, oh, you know, having MTV as a muse was really awesome, actually, back then, because it's still, uh, you know, I'm a born in 79 so hey not to date myself but um mtv <laughs> yeah, was like I, I remember that spirit so deeply you know from the the golden era of music videos and like cutting edge branding that was mtv mtv and diesel and like you know the people that were doing it really well now being a woman in this industry <sighs> at this time yeah you and M- you writing and being acknowledged for your copywriting or your ideas did you feel like you had to prove yourself a little more? Were there any hindrances? Or oh my god, total boys club! Like everything's a boys club. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. And I ended up leaving there and going on my own into the ad world as a freelance director and being like, oh, just like bitch slapped by reality. Like I cannot, <laughs> I'm not able to hold myself in like the ego craze way that this needs me to be so let me figure out another way to let me like just find another situation that I feel more comfortable in because having to go and present and walk like do the dance in that kind of boys club world just wasn't and I just didn't care enough about the work also Mm -hmm. um I wanted to do more creative stuff more fashion films more music videos and so that's where I I ended up 
banding together with Milk and Starting Legs, which was our, they wanted to, I was friends with the owners there and uh, through snowboarding and just being friends with people in the fashion world. And <laughs> I know snowboarding is like. I like that. It's my, like, yeah, <laughs> snowboarding. You're going to throw the snowboarding in like that? Is that your self-care? Hashtag. I, 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 I kind of, like, I, I snowboarded a lot in, in, in high school and college. I know mm. that's kind of like Where a are you from again? funny thing, but it's a little small fact. Uh, I'm, I'm from Boston, sort of. Mm-hmm. I moved there when I was a, a teenager. Um, but I grew up overseas. So my dad's British and my mom's from Virginia. But I was born in Australia and grew up in Singapore, London, New York, Boston. You better name your countries. What? <laughs> and so I went to international schools. And so when I came to America, like all this weird, you know, we would summer here and see my, my mom's family and stuff. But um, that's why I'm so weird. You know, like that's why I'm a, a sort of like an open-minded, weird, not, I don't know. Which is like perfect for being a creative person. It is. Mm-hmm. For me, it, oh, totally. Cause I'm just, I have no sense of tradition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> perfect. I'm like, why would you do that? Who cares about <laughs> fuck? paying homage to whatever the fuck? <laughs> Let's do some new shit. <laughs> right. fuck so, it up. speaking of new shit, so you're at Milk Makeup. I wanna, I wanna go back to the moment that, cause you wrote the brief for Milk Makeup. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. What what did where were you? What inspired you? Like, what was the vibe? Were you in your office breastfeeding? Were you like, (laughs) no, I was I was um, I wasn't I wasn't even pregnant. I don't think when I when I wrote that when I was pitching it, I was pregnant. But that was it took a long time. Um, so, so just to be clear, like it was, it was a conversation between Rossi, my, my partner, there was always a, this idea of like, well, we should do a product one day. And I was, I was brought in to help milk with a bunch of projects, just like I worked with, um, MTV in a way, like with milk as my muse, kind of like, okay, what would you, how would you brand this art show with forward? What would you call it? You know, what, what, how would we, what artists should we get? So I was used to kind of being brought into interesting scenarios like that. And as I said, I was becoming more and more sort of disillusioned with ad work. <laughs> you put so much work in, but you get so much, so like so little nourishment out of it because they hire you as an artist, but you are never, they hire you for what you do and then you never do what you do. You know, mm-hmm. you, you right. <laughs> they, mm-hmm. they hire you for your take, but you never actually exercise that in the project. So I know I know everybody hopefully will relate to that that works in that world. It's like you're like a yeah, tiny little bit maybe squeaks through, but it's never enough. And so you get ground down. And um, and so, yeah, we were talking about it and I I had hit a wall and I was like, what is my next thing? Um, and I just sat down one day and I was really thinking about like my younger self and I thought about why I, I went to milk in the first place, what, what gravitated me towards that place, um, why I gravitated towards, um, and I tapped into like what I love about New York, which is an obsession with like seventies New York and the Warhol era and this idea, this kind of like creative collective where everybody can just be themselves and it's truly free and it's uh i don't know freedom of expression at its best but um the the through line is like this utopian reality through creativity Mm. and that's what i that's the energy that i thought i was going to get at mtv and i got a little bit of it there but then at, at milk i really felt a sense of possibility there a sense of potential there that mm-hmm. kind of tapped into that it wasn't 
obviously this is not 80s free, like, right. you know, mid-70s free, love New York, like everything, no consequences. Right. Like I wish. I, I wish. Rock and conscious. roll. Right. Like, I wish, you know, like I love that. I'm obsessed with that era. I, I literally just watched a, a documentary on Robert Maplethorpe last night. It's just the, it really felt utopian in the sense that everybody was, uh, you know, it was it was kind of like a scrappy, creative, free time where and super experimental that I really I love that. I love how people looked back then. It's they're like dirty, but everybody has the best style. And like, ugh, it's it's my it's, golden era. Ugh, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really mm-hmm. is. I just stare at images What's from that. That's then. your era, too. You, you like. It's totally my... I mean, I was going to say, you talk shit about my... When you met me, I was in my... Deep in my 70s mm-hmm. moment. Heavy. Heavy. Lots like of she fur. Had leather Lots of leather on. panels. Mm-hmm. Did you say I had leather couches mm-hmm. on? <laughs> Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Brown. You're right. So... <laughs> so... I was tapping into the kind of like how, you know, it's obviously we're in the early 2000s and the, the, the world is not like that. But how, how, to, how to get a taste of that kind of New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and throughout high school, I actually worked in Soho at a place called Black Book Magazine. And I would bartend and it was, I was able to bartend at a ridiculously young age illegally in, in Soho. And Soho was different back then. And I got a little taste of it back then as well. Um, and it's a part of New York that... I, I think is still alive in tiny little pockets, tiny, tiny little pockets. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's definitely still the essence that draws people here is mm-hmm. that spirit. And I feel like there's a direct connection to that. Um, I just felt like that was the edge for the brand to to create a makeup line is like this idea that it could promise you a connection to to this creative nucleus, mm-hmm. you know, and that it within that there was this promise of potential for yourself and like potential that you're connected to this cool thing so just by having this one piece could like you know imagine if back then you were like it's like warhol makeup or something you know it would have that same effect right um and that was what i ran with and 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 i knew it i knew i wanted to be like as inclusive as possible i wanted boys to be in the campaign i want trans people to be in the campaign all races obviously like duh you know um is that how you think makeup makes an impact in terms of um, inclusivity? Yeah, I mean, I think inclusivity it has, uh, inclusivity is a given. Like, I just, I, I'm, like, annoyed that we're still talking, figuring, about this. figuring it out, you know? <laughs> right. And, and I, I think the only way, I think, and also the other word that's so overused is mm-hmm. authenticity. And mm-hmm. I think when I started the brand, what I did was show boys wearing makeup as boys wearing makeup right instead of a beautiful woman that it happens to be a boy <laughs> you know like yeah it's so interesting when we really think about these gender roles i read something of one of my heroes is this woman jill soloway do you guys know who that is no, she she uh she wrote and directed the show called transparent oh i t- oh my god i should know that because i was obsessed with transparent they're you, coming back you need to read her book dude yeah she, it's called she wants it okay it will blow your it's like face melting amazing okay. all right yeah to do this next um why did i think of her? Uh, i'll get to it sorry total inspiration oh yeah she this is what she says in the book she talks about being an ambitious woman and how as a woman you're you're constantly subtly uh 
basically just given, you know, people don't like the fact that you're ambitious. You know, people don't <laughs> like the fact that you want stuff and that you need stuff as a professional, as a as a driven woman. They don't like that side of you, even if it's coming through in like the most microaggression kind of ways, you know? Always in the microaggression. Always. I mean, and that's a thing that's so murky and gray. And, and it's the thing that crystallized, I think, when I had my kid was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, these these things that I thought were like weren't real are real. All these microaggressions are real. But she says in her book, which just floored me, she's like, I'm the best dad ever. Oh, amazing. Did you read this book before you had your son? But which, or after? Uh, after. I okay. read it, I read, just read it like th- three oh, weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. Okay. But just with, if you think about being an ambitious woman and being judged as a mom, <laughs> be, if she was judged as a dad, she'd be the best dad yeah, ever. Totally. She, you know, she called about dinner. She figured out the turkey meatballs. Yes. Like, <laughs> she like got the sitter. Like everything's, but as a mom, you're judged in completely different ways. And it's so much more... Uh, you know, as there's so much with, more with both, par- both partners working, it's um, it takes a toll on you, and you're just like uh, it takes a toll on your perspective for sure. Yeah. We've had we've the the constant here, like the overarching theme between Lizzie feeling ashy and me feeling fat, <laughs> <laughs> and then having <laughs> like co-founder of a makeup company. Like, what is beauty, right? Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we, th- it's ebbs and flows of when we feel beautiful. When do you feel most beautiful? Mm. Um, I feel most beautiful when I feel supported and like supported by a co- like my own spiritual connection and. S- and supported just by like what I you know you create your own support I I guess but mm-hmm. um, I think that is truly like it's all comes to, it's community right it's like the people knowing that the people closest to you are holding you up in the right ways um, yes <laughs> don't mind if I steal yeah <laughs> like, yeah I guess I feel that way too yeah yeah it's awesome yeah and I don't know that's that seems to be and then it all comes, you know, in, in terms of just me alone on any given day. Um, yeah, it's really tapping into I, this one, like, self-help thing. I've been in big self-help mode this past year. Like, it's been a big transitional year for me this past year. A lot of work being done. Um, and one thing that I did was I wrote my life story. Ooh. Which, um, which is an interesting act because we don't get... We are like the narratives we're told about ourselves are through a patriarchal lens. So mm-hmm. in order for you to actually claim your actual truth and how good you actually are and how badass you actually are, you have to write it all down and be like, oh, my God. And that's what I do with milk makeup. Sometimes I have to remind myself, no, you didn't do you did this. This isn't like you look at this list of stuff you've done. Like this is insane, you know, and, and it never I'm like. Uh, most women, I think, um, tragically humble, you know, mm-hmm. where you're just like never feel like you've done anything. And it's like it really, truly, I swear. And Hitting I'm it on the nail. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I guess I got to write my life story. Do it. So remind and, yourself of all the shit that you've accomplished. Mm-hmm. But oh, also, barely. but also like the things you don't have to write every detail. And I'm not even done yet, but it's helping me just be like, oh, that's my spirit. That's like, this is the part of me that has led to all these things. There's an essence that, that, that there's a confidence and there's 
kind of like this warrior spirit throughout that I've seen that I that has led me as well as like a deep, deep um, uh, just connection to my gut, you know, mm. which I think a lot of like people that have made, been able to maneuver the world, not that I'm, <laughs> I'm I feel like I'm at the beginning of my journey it's to for real, like I really do. Um, uh, that's something that that you're tapped into is like that clear voice and that makes you not a fuck up. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I that's think that's going to resonate with so many yeah. people, but the women that are listening, mm-hmm. yeah, like tap into your warrior spirit, give yourself credit for the shit that you've accomplished, yep. but also do the work. Mm-hmm. Heavy transitional year. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. The, think, the self-care thing is like, pfft, I... I thought I was good. I thought I was like, I take baths. <laughs> right. I cook for myself and listen to podcasts. <laughs> but I was rushing. I was like rushing through everything. I was, I was, I was like reading to my, my boy, my, my son Sid, and I would be thinking about that. Okay. I w- Stuff? Yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, but like. Yeah, me bo- too. Totally. But then, and I'd, and I'd be like, okay. And he'd be like, no, a little more. And I'd be like, oh. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd, I'd, and I'd be annoyed, right? But you're you're in it sort of. But now I'm realizing I've been able to um, chill out a little bit over the last like five months and have more time. And now that I've I've seen myself soften into like a, a, a new kind of presence with him and he'll fall asleep on my chest. And I'm just like I'm literally thinking about nothing like part of that was turning off Instagram for a long time and really proving that that is not anything it truly is empty an illusion space. yeah <laughs> it's complete empty it's this fog i mean it does good things when you need it to it sure. puts the word out it's a little pr machine it pays but your bills sure but it pays some people's bills yeah it doesn't pay mine i'm thankful for that in a way god it's stressful sometimes yeah. it pays mine really yeah so I feel at times very beholden. It feels it. like paying the pipe, you know, like mm-hmm. you you get in what you 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 put in, you get what you put in, right? Mm-hmm. And it, 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 yeah, and that part of it really freaks me out because it's a machine that ugh, there's just something that feels icky about it to me. I know that's that's like bad to say as a. No. It's honest. No, I just it's honest and I just know for a fact that's never going to be that I'm not going to be that person. But I think you're so yeah. far beyond that at this point. Uh, you don't fucking need Instagram. Watch me next year. I'll be like, no, here's my here's my eco cooking <laughs> tips, guys. And like, do you want to know what bath salt I use? Because nope, nope you won't. And we're gonna DM you and be like, girl, girl what please happened? stop. Please stop. Get off the internet. Please stop. Are you wait? Are you guys up on Dr. Sinka's mustard bath? Because. Nope, we ain't gonna let you do that. We're not gonna let you do that. Also, this gives me hope because what you're five years into motherhood. Yeah, this is like where you're finding yourself, Lizzie. You and I should probably take it a little easy yeah. on ourselves. That's okay. That my pants are on backwards. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Your oh, lips God, are cracking. Yes. Yeah, mention it again. Mention it. I might. I might in the slide and DMs. I might find a way to work Shit. it in again. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Um. Thank you so much, Gigi. Like, what gems? I I feel like I I gave you a really long beginning quarter of it my life enough. story. No, it no, wasn't listen. enough. We it wasn't can, enough. We can have you back. We're, Shit, it wasn't. We enough. We got a lot of episodes to record. It actually wasn't enough. But you know what you can do? You can join in on the slide in DMs. Yeah, yeah. If you got some some things you want to add. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this will be good because our slide in DMs is from someone who's a bit younger than all of us. Okay. 
You too, Liz. Oh, yeah, me? <laughs> okay. How, wait, how old are you guys? Well, I just celebrated my 30th birthday. Really fucking Aww. pumped about it. Yeah. Happy birthday. Everything, everything good happened to me after I turned 30, I feel like. Ooh. Thank you. Everyone keeps saying that. I'm embracing it. I'm I'm, and I need to it. manifest that for 40 because I turn 40 in May. Hell yeah. May what? 25th. See, I'm a, I'm a late Gemini. I'm not yeah, that bad. Are. I'm not or that. Early Gemini. She's like, <laughs> no, my mom's no, I like is a May Gemini. 28th. I like a Gemini, and I like a Taurus, so we're good. A here. Gemini woman. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Okay, well, anyways. Right. <laughs> okay. I won't we even air no my laundry out. <laughs> it's that time again, sliding in our DMs. So we've got Nicole, 24. Okay. She's a babe from Chicago. And Nicole says, <clears throat> Both of you have talked about how your pregnancies were unplanned. What was that journey like? And do you have any advice for anyone in that position? So. Was your pregnancy planned? Yeah. I was later on in the game. So I'm actually like weirdly traditional in the in the whole scheme of things. Um, other than um, my husband had been married once before, but no kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the uh, slightly... Modern take. That's the modern spice <laughs> in the situation. Um, but yeah, we got married, and I was I I had known him for so long, and I was friends with him for so long, and we we would literally talk about wanting to have kids together before as like a platonic idea. Yeah, like you know? you're the guy. Yeah, if shit doesn't work out, right? Oh, I got one of those. Mm. But then I had a baby. <laughs> so <laughs> so, but if you if, Do if the trust count? is there and you you know this person, I feel like yeah. it's all about the the accountability. Like, is it is it something you can trust? Yeah. Um, and and I knew with Jeremy, I was like, oh wow, this is. I want to do this soon, and I we were late a little bit late to the game. I got pregnant when I was like thirty three. So is nice. that late to the game? I mean, not by New York standards, but right, <laughs> but by the like the rest of everywhere else, kind of for you uh, compared to you guys, yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah, I got pregnant at 29. Hmm. Pardon me. Totally not, <laughs> totally unplanned, obviously, because we've been talking about that. Um, what did Nicole say? She wants to know, what was the journey like? Well, I think it's, hmm. for me, it's probably a lot different from Lizzie because I was not in a committed relationship when I got pregnant, mm-hmm. full disclosure. Um <laughs> <laughs> I met Sergeant's dad on the street. <laughs> be careful, ladies. That, dude, that's that's, inspi- that's going to be inspiring for oh, people. Oh, no, I'm so into our story. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. I There are no regrets in it. I, I, I'm so... Um, I'm so grateful for our story and our journey, but totally met him on the street at the subway stop. Hmm. Hmm. Commute love. Commuting. Um, <laughs> and was very taken with him. Commute and- love or lust? Lust. Mm. <laughs> you and your ashy ass throat voice. It works. So much lust. <laughs> it, was a, it was a Craigslist like missed opportunity. Yeah. Yes. It could have been. I think it, it would have been. It would have been. I'd like, ah, damn, what mm-hmm. happened to that fine man with them freeform locks? Ooh. <laughs> Anyways, so um, that's how I got pregnant. And um, wait, like right away? <laughs> might as well have been. No, it was like. Sure. Uh, a few months yeah. down the line, um, we had this very light yet intense. I don't know. He's a Gemini. It was a it was a lot, um, but we really enjoyed each other's company. And um, then I became pregnant, and all of the circumstances, when you're thinking very logically, were wrong. Mm-hmm. 
I pause because I'm trying to figure out how much of my business I'm about to give. Mm-hmm. Not all of it. So, <laughs> so I just I don't even want to. I just cry. wasn't I wasn't in the best position to have a child financially, mm-hmm. emotionally, mm-hmm. all the things. Um, however, when I found out that I was pregnant and I took the test, there was um, something that came over me that I just felt like this is it. This mm-hmm. is right. I want to I want to do this and I've been pregnant before and not had that feeling and so I made decisions based on that but this time that's how I felt and so I was like nothing else seems right about this except for being pregnant so fuck it dude intuition man let's figure it out and sergeant was like sergeant was like get your shit together mama right. come on like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be good mm-hmm. yeah and it is it's, it been, is good. it's great he's a, a, a light being he is a, a, just a source of light and love in my life and in the world um so i don't know so my so thank you crazy yes i will eat him yeah god damn <laughs> yep. me too yeah <laughs> so yeah i think um nicole 24 Maybe I was 24 when I first got pregnant. I don't know. But somewhere around the 22, 24, something like that. Um, Nicole, I, my my very humble advice is to trust your gut. Mm-hmm. Have yeah. to. No one can tell you what to do with your life. It is a lifelong decision to be made. And everyone can say, oh, this and that. But like no one's mm-hmm. raising your child but you. Yeah. And so I think you know what you want to do, Nicole. So... Listen to yourself. Yeah. Lizzie, Gigi. I know. Yeah. I mean, I think age is relative, right? Like some people are so mature when they're younger. But um, for me, I'm kind of a late bloomer, I feel like. But uh, if I had gotten pregnant at 29, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Not, it, it would definitely have not felt right for me. Yeah. At that point. I was not. I did not have my shit together enough. Sure. Me either. But, but I, I got but, it quick. But I, but yeah, just, you know, you never know. I just, I wonder if that would have happened to me. Like, I just don't know. I think, um, because I really put my, my, I really, really figured out my life, like, right before I had my kid to to work for that new scenario. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really feel like I manifested milk makeup to be this structural thing that was like way more structured for me than being a freelance director flying all over the place, you know, for that moment in time, that's what I needed to be. And and I definitely think that's part of the, the scenario for me, like w- what I created. And I'm sure like you created a, a different structure out of it. And mm-hmm. I think that's not to say I wouldn't have, um, at 29 but i just think you 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 know you know what you're dealing with and sometimes you just know if you need to learn more and like be in the world more before you yeah absolutely mm-hmm. i am um, you probably have an awesome support system too i would imagine oh man i do yeah like I've, friends for, uh, yeah. an incredible community i mean his dad he and i are both creatives he travels quite a bit he doesn't live in new york but and i say this all the time but yes my friends my community yeah. i don't know where i'd be if i didn't Strong. have them yeah very yeah um I read something you said, Gigi, mm-hmm. and I think you'll relate to this, Lizzie, as someone who's like super ambitious. You know, you know, I, it was important for me to have accomplished things career-wise mm-hmm. before having a child. Yeah, and um, <laughs> shit, I, I mean, I had done a lot of stuff, but career-wise, I wasn't. I, I hadn't made the strides. I, I think I personally needed pregnancy to come outside of myself to make the strides in order to accomplish the things that I was meant to yeah, accomplish. That makes a lot of sense. I, and I, yeah. And, and to speak to that, actually, like, I really feel like 
me having Sid lit the fire under Jeremy's ass. Like he was like, oh shit, <laughs> I need to, you know, you, all this providing stuff comes up obviously, but he was like, I have to prove myself like immediately, you yeah. know? And he wrote his script for Patty Cakes like right as we had Sid. It was that year that like, and then now he, you know, putting out that film projected him and got him the recognition to be a respected writer, director, and composer in the, in you know in the film world. And now he's getting he's totally on a different level now. And yeah. he he really, I really honestly feel like I've never seen him be so motivated as he was after we had a kid. Yeah, I, I just saw this change in him, and he he attests to it. It's, he's totally like, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. it, it, he, he when he when other friends of his want to yeah. have a kid, he's like or are unsure or something. He's like, no, it actually it can be instead of a hindrance, it can actually be like the thing you need mm -hmm. to, to okay. get to get where you need to go. Mm -hmm. But only everything crystallizes. It's almost like yeah. it has to work. Yeah, whatever you're putting out there has to work. Right, and 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 as modern people, mm. we we do have this luxury of time a lot of the time where where you you know you you procrastinate or you. Mm. You uh, you put off your your the stuff you really want to do, and when you don't have that time, you you prioritize that stuff Absolutely. and you make it happen. Yeah, yeah. And Lizzie, I think I'm gonna speak for you because I, <laughs> I, for I feel like you always you you play it low key humble, but Lizzie accomplished a lot at a very very young age. Tell me, I want to know. <laughs> give me a give me, can I. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it very quickly. God. Lizzie started her own um, successful fashion line with her sister and did a lot of creative direction and creative input for some of your favorites' favorites. We don't need to name them because they're not paying us. But <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. This is all making sense to me now. Yeah. Did you have different hair? Yeah, yeah, Lizzie had like my hair touched my ankles at yeah. one point in life. Yeah, I know all. Yes, okay. yeah, you know her. She was on yes. your Tumblr timeline. Yes, 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 yes. All mm -hmm. of your favorite person might have stole her look. Of course. Okay, it's all coming together. I don't know. Now. God, Lizzie was an influencer before there was an influencer. Yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> <laughs> shaking the table, shaking the table. <laughs> And then that is so kind of <laughs> No, but truly, and I think, um, I think for I'm gonna just keep talking for you. Um, <laughs> that's, the, that's the best. No, like that's the. I think, I think with a child, I think because you already have always been so naturally career driven and focused, mm -hmm. and been able to um, move flow with 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 time and experience and translate your your career into other paths. I think a child brought out emotionally the best in you. Sure did. Yeah. Like, I, I grew emotions. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know where. Like, I had to care. <laughs> so I think also consider, sure like, there's a lot about having a kid that can be very selfish. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people talk about that. What yep. can this experience do for me? Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah. Because we don't know how to be selfless until the kid gets here. Yeah. Right? So, Nicole, I would say to you, like, girl, what do you need to figure out? What can a child help? bring out mm, of you into good. this world, yes, right? Totally, yeah. And then like, what do you, what can you impart onto a, a new life? Um, so take your time, meditate, think about it. I think for me, it was very career focused for Liz Lizzie was very much. I also very much, I can also be a piece of shit, but. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, thanks Lizzie. Yeah. 
Elle says that all the time, so now I'll just ignore her when she says it. Damn, Elle. <laughs> With the real, real. Um, <laughs> Jeez, Auntie L. So, yeah, Nicole, just... Trust your gut, man. Yeah. Trust your gut. Trust your Figure gut. out what you need. Go with it. Yeah. Do you need some more selfish time or do you think that you need an outside force to help you push you into your next iteration of being? Boom. And can, you, can you speak for, y'all need to speak for my life. You know when you guys do yoga? We're going to, yeah. Used to. You know when they're like, hands up if you need to receive energy. Ooh, hands my hands were spread you, out. I know. My toes were spread out. <laughs> what am I not open? My toes are spread out. Open my heart My legs chakra. spread out. I was like, you better come in. Give it, give it all to me. Until next time, thanks so much, y'all. Thank you so much, Gigi. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. Say thank you, Gigi, so much for coming. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Gigi. Thank you so much for coming. And until next time. Yay. Wait, should I say thank you first? And then she says until (laughs) next time? Come on. (laughs) One more time. Take three. Take three. Okay. You guys, thank you, Gigi. Oh my god, thank you yes. so much. Namaste, <laughs> lip balm. <And> <laughs> <laughs> but Elle says that as her lips are cracked, then a motherfucker over here. I'm gonna Namaste. Okay. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I, She's I didn't want you to feel alone. <laughs> it's all right. No, I'm bleeding already. <laughs> Shit, we have to take the butt. <laughs> bloody. This is bloody. You guys say um, Gigi. You want to be people to call you Gigi, or people can call you Gigi? They call you Georgie. I love Georgie. I love I like Georgie. Like all, my friend Gigi? George. I don't know. Gigi. It's honestly like what you, Georgie. I guess okay. I don't know. Whatever. Right. We'll say Georgie. I don't. Gigi. I'm. I'm. So you, I'm fine you. with. I like to confuse people. Okay. Right, yeah. Fair enough. Thank you, Georgie. Okay. Right. Y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you so much, Georgie. Georgie. For your time. Thank you. Thank you for having this me. I'm the best. Really I want to do this every Tuesday. Ooh. Can you? Yeah. I we mean, gonna, we gonna figure well, out a way to bring we, you back. Yeah. Or do other extracurriculars. <laughs> Okay, yeah, 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 we could do that. We could do that. <laughs> <laughs> you In the said meantime, it. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> Until next time, y'all. Not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> <laughs>